Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. going on nerds this is mike this is bill and this is the comic zone live long and prosper yes star trek episode today which i know nothing about that which is why we've brought on my very knowledgeable father and star all thing trekkie all things trekkie vince pagano yay Yay, here he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What an intro. I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> I, I bet you know more about Star Wars than you think you or Star Trek than you think you do. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I bet you I bet you know a little bit more about it than you imagine. Um maybe a few things, but I don't know nearly as much as I do about like Star Wars. Like nowhere near. Likewise. So that's why we've brought you on, Father. Well, good choice, good choice, if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, we got a couple of new segments. First, uh, we're going to do some nerd news, and then Bill has a couple of new things that are coming out that he thinks are pretty cool. So first off, we're going to kick it off with the news. Nerd news. Dum 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 dum. <laughs> so, so what's gonna happen with Spider Man? Yeah, I read an article, and I kind of sent it to both of you guys. Did you get a chance to read it? I don't know where you sent it, but I didn't get it. I sent it to your text. Uh, anyway, so basically, it's <laughs> they're they're uh, saying we don't know what's gonna happen with Andrew Garfield Spider Man, and that Sony is deleting. More and more Spider-Man stuff. What the thing that we know for fact is the post-credit scene, which sucked. The it must be something in, in, to in do Morbius. With, in Morbius, sorry, yeah, correct. Morbius. It must be something to do with Matt Batman was deleted. Uh, yeah, must be something to do with Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm getting my movies. Yeah, with Batman. <laughs> and um, but He's yeah, so Star they, Wars, Star Trek. They yeah. uh, deleted that line from the post credit scene. So they removed all of Spider-Man from Morbius and it looks like they're abandoning ship as far as uh, more Spider-Verse and maybe the Sinister Six stuff just could be like they don't, done. But they like, know. who knows? I mean, all it says is I think Sony doesn't know what they're going to do. They're they're uncertain, which they should be they after Morbius. Yeah, that that's pretty poor showing. As a fan, I want to see Andrew Garfield give the middle finger to Sony, and join the Marvel team on Disney. Yeah, how can they, if they don't like, give up the rights to that Spider Man? How is that going to work though? He can't just yeah, and, and they could turn him into a different Spider Man, I guess. Lawyers, guns, and money. Yeah, it's, yeah. There you go. It's just that's what it's going to come down to, I bet, dude. Well, because they know that he was super popular in that, like he was a big part of why that movie was awesome. Uh, in uh, No Way Home. So, 
Yeah, I think it's uh, that was just an interesting article. To what do you think about all that, Pop? I'm taking a wait and see attitude. I remember the whole negotiation phase, whether they were still going to be a part of the Marvel universe or not before the third movie came out was all back and forth. So who knows what deals will be made by the time anything comes out again. True. And the article Mike is referring to is inside the magic.com Sony erasing Spider-Man Andrew Garfield's amazing Spider-Man gone forever. Can we post a link to that in our description at all? Yeah, we, it'll be. Yeah. So on yeah. the, the comic zone.com, it'll be in the show notes section. Sweet. Oh, okay. So, um, you got any other, I think that's, that's kind of just a little fear mongering. I agree. We just got to wait and see, especially how tightly kept their secrets are. And, and this actually kind of segues to the next kind of what's coming up are all the different movies. Sony, if you go to like Marvel, Disney, it has like the next four years worth of plans for movies listed there. Oh, really? Fantastic. Fours there, no date. So we know that there are they are planning for it. They have enough confidence they're putting it on their website. Nice. You're not seeing this from Sony. You're not seeing this from DC. We did see the Fantastic Four logo uh, during that, what was it, uh, Comic-Con or whatever? Yeah, I remember uh, that being a rate announced. But they didn't really say Fantastic Four. They just had that, that icon there. They didn't, I don't know if they really commented on that. Did, did they? they? Didn't. I don't know, but it's, I think, yeah, the, um, but now it's director, official. Now it's, it's, official. it's on their website. They are planning for it. And there's a long list of movies and stuff. We've talked about love and thunder. Miss Marvel's coming out June 22nd. And another one, we just watched the whole, the trailer for she Hulk. Yeah. Have you watched that yep. pop? Yeah. Yep. Just caught it. That looks pretty baller. Yeah. It looked pretty amazing. Uh, I don't know. The animation looked a little choppy to me. I'm, I'm gonna have a uh, give it a fair shot, but it almost looked a little amateurish to me. I'm gonna wait and see though. Well, Doctor yeah. Strange. I mean, we talked about that a little bit. Like some of the CGI in that movie was a little questionable. You know? Yeah. It's like are they churning out too much and not and not focusing on all the details they can? Where you know, just they're trying to crank out so many films, so many. TV shows. Well, that's... and then like the COVID, like we said, COVID delays, and they're just like, God damn, we need to get shit out or we're going to lose people. And they didn't want to Morbius, another movie. Well, you know, or ruin it. Luckily, that wasn't the re-edits. There. Like the re I think if Morbius came out before we got Spider Man, I think it would have been better. A little bit, but. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What was doesn't your matter. opinion on Morbius, Pop? I thought it was a good Marvel-style movie. It felt different to me than, say, your standard vampire thing. It felt like a superhero movie to me, so I had an, I enjoyed it. No, it's not the greatest you know, that I've seen come from those studios, but it was worth it to me. I'd agree to that. Uh, yeah, I could. I can agree to that too. It was a, an enjoyable. I didn't like hate myself the whole movie. Like it just right. was like. A letdown, kind of. Would have in in the the old school vernacular. I would have waited to come out, waited till it came out on rental. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Back in my day, my, yep, that's what we, we did it. We would have went to the blockbuster. 
Well, th- these days we say we wait till it comes to streaming. Same yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I saw the commercials, it looked like it was going to be a generic vampire movie, so I was skeptical. But then mm-hmm. that's why I was surprised when it came out. It felt more like a superhero movie. I was so. hoping for more of a. Sorry, I had ice in my mouth. Uh, I was hoping for more <laughs> of a blade feel to it. You know. Yeah. 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 And I think like think that's what uh, like bummed me out the most about it was that we didn't get even like a cameo like origin of blade like him getting the powers transferred to him by morbius and maybe they planned on that later but i think think that's copyright thing i think marvel has the blade and sony has morbius so i don't think you're gonna get that kind of crossover yeah and then marvel and then marvel's not willing to take a risk on a sony film putting it all in there the blade films were rated r weren't they yeah the first one was. I don't know about the other ones. Were they? Right. So all were, were all of them. Now I got to look it up. <laughs> There's also some other cool animated stuff coming up. There's an I Am Groot special coming out, and also a Garden Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Secret Invasions looks pretty cool too. When that we're gonna get some Samuel L. Jackson scrolls. Yep. It's going to be all about the scrolls. I think that's then that's going to really start tying things together. And I think that's kind of been your, Mike, your biggest critique of a lot of the movies, both Doctor Strange, or you're wanting to see more interconnected, interconnectedness, and it's not getting there yet. And we kind I of. I don't see it as a necessity. I just enjoy them, each movie as their own, you know, thing. I don't well, yeah, feel the he, need to. That was one of his critiques on our doctor strange episode and you go ahead and i want i want get very your, good point. i want your opinion out there because i felt like we uh maybe didn't get so like tell me what you thought about doctor strange and what you think about all like the interconnectivity and like us expecting too much Ah, uh, you know, I think they didn't really need to connect it. It was its own universe. Uh, it was its own story. It wasn't having to be pigeonholed into connecting it into the whole universal, you know, the whole universe situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't recall even the first Doctor Strange being that connected. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. It, like it was just kind of its own thing, and this was a lot like that. But it also did connect plenty. Like it was just another stepping stone towards like like I said before. I think we all forgot how long it took the first time for everything to happen. Exactly. You can't force it. And. And we probably... did, if we sounded like we were taking a shit on Doctor Strange, like that's couldn't be, <laughs> that couldn't be farther from the truth. I thought it was an amazing movie. No, I, no, I didn't but, get like, that impression. And I that, just, go ahead. I just thought you, you, you I, I felt bad that you were disappointed that it wasn't connected. And I just, like I said, I didn't feel the need. It was. I did. Point. We just felt like it, like, I think more everybody was expecting this epic event because we just came from spider-man so what and... you're waiting for is ant-man and wasp quantum mania fuck yeah 
that's when that'll the, be badass. That's when we're gonna get Kang. That yeah. So I think, and that's when we're gonna kind of get this start to get the big teasers to what's gonna happen next, and that's Love and Thunder, uh, Guardians three. Guardians three, yeah. that'll be good too. Uh, yeah, we've got that's a few years away, and we've got a lot of stuff dropping before then. Yeah, what if two Ironheart, Captain America four. There's the Armor War, which we don't know much about. Blade. Armor War, that'll be like a War Machine show, I mm-hmm. bet. So actually, those are after um, after the new Ant-Man, What If, Iron Man, Captain America 4, post. <laughs> I can't read my notes without my spectacles. So <laughs> the um, She-Hulk trailer... Um, it's cool that it was cool to see that we're getting, we're getting, uh, we're getting abomination back in there. I mean, cause we got a peek of him at, in, uh, what was it in, uh, Shang- Shang-Chi. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that, that was cool when I saw, um, what, what's the actor's name? Tim Roth. It was yes. the guy from Reservoir yep. Dogs. Tim Roth. When I, when I saw him, I was like, ah! Oh! And I told Bill to like rewind it. We didn't even see that Abomination was in <laughs> the trailer yet, but I was like, oh my fucking God, it's Abomination. And then he's like, right after that. But uh, that whole show looks like it'll be pretty good, even if the animation isn't all that great. I felt the same way about Moon Knight. I, his costume bugged the fucking shit out of me. Did you ever but, see the Ghost Rider? That was in Agents of Shield. No, was that pretty bad? It was. It was good. I enjoyed. It. I mean, I want. It was. Yes. It was. I agreed. A, and I think it burnt up their whole budget for like the next like three seasons. But it was pretty <laughs> badass. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, and it wasn't. Um, oh, I can't remember. It was the guy with the car. He had like the the muscle car, like the Mustang or whatever Charger. I don't. Oh, he didn't have yeah, the motorcycle. Different guy, different, a uh, different uh, spirit of vengeance guy. Not Johnny Blaze. Not Johnny Blaze, but somebody else. Yeah, cool. He's a Mexican dude. He was a really good actor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember that guy's name, but there's been a few Ghost Riders though. Yeah, kind of like yeah. It's from the comics. I mean, tied in with the comics. Nice. So anyway, I think that's it for the news. Bill, you had some really cool shit that you wanted to show us. Cool shit that's coming out. That's right. You know, there's a lot of cool movies coming out, and I have to talk about a cool comic coming together as well. And Lego. Speaking of Lego, check out this here, Mike. (laughs) Yeah, I saw this thing. This is a tiger. Lego tiger. Yep, and um, there's something special about its behind. (laughs) <laughs> there is a, oh, it has a butthole. There's a, it's called the majestic tiger, and um, it has a little pink flower for a butthole like a cat. <laughs> so oh boy! It, it articulates oh boy. very well. It is it's a three dimensional sculpture of Lego bricks. It's badass. It's it, a cool tiger, it, other it, than the it butthole. Feels pretty stiff, but yes, they have a little pink flower. So, um, and you have the tail all lifted. Yeah, you can, you can crouch it down like it's stretching or, or whatnot, too. That's funny. Yeah, you can put the tail down and be modest, and that's when it's a shame. How much was scared. that? Um, 
under $100. Really? I think. <laughs> it's a pretty big tiger, too. I mean, it's... Like, other than that, like, in all seriousness, it is a pretty cool little Lego sculpture. It's not for to- uh, for kids as much as maybe older kids, but it's three-dimensional sculpting with Lego bricks. So you're building on all four sides, which is what I like about it. But there's a lot of cool other things that are coming out from Lego. They're releasing an Optimus Prime Lego kit. And this is like a $170 oh. kit. And he actually transforms. What? Yeah, he goes from the stand-up robot into the cab, the truck cab. He doesn't have the do semi you, you, you have to do it though, right? Yeah, it's not like okay. a not like a robot button. I was gonna say, like, if it transforms by itself, it would cost fucking... two thousand dollars. Well, they Lego. have that one robot that transforms by itself. Have you seen it? All I can see is the little kid that made it out of a cardboard box. Mm-mm. That's 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 the image. No, there's that's going a there's head. like a fucking seventeen hundred dollar remote control Optimus Prime that you can. Um, oh, voice, I've seen uh, like pictures of that. Yeah. yeah, control with voice commands, and you can be like, tell it like attack mode, and it'll like whoop and like start shooting out of his arm. Shooting, I'm doing quotations because it's just pew, pew. sound effects, but pew. it's really <laughs> badass. And then I think they made a transforming trailer for it too. No. Yep. Which you do a lot. You have a lot of money. Yeah, they're expensive, but like, at first I saw the price tag before I saw it working, and I was like, "Oh, that's fucking bullshit." And then I, I then I actually saw it working, and I was like, "Okay, that's pretty cool. I kind of want one now." (laughs) Save your allowance, there, kid. No way. I'm not buying that. That's. Gee, I know what to get him for Christmas now, dear. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're getting. Oh, mom's there. Yeah. Hello. Hello. I'm just sitting here listening. <laughs> love you. I love you too. <laughs> anyway, so... so the next thing on the list that's coming out, uh, comic book wise, there is a crossover between Hulk and Thor. So we're and it's written both by Donnie Cates, who's one of my favorite authors, and we're getting Banner of War, just came out this past week. And that's the kind of the alpha of the crossover between the two comic books. So we're gonna get some kind of epic kind of battles comic comic wise and we're gonna get a throwdown. Sounds badass. So when uh when is it <clears throat> What was the date on it? So it's out right now. So the first Banner of War, and then the next month or so, every time Thor or Hulk comes out, we'll get the continuation of the storyline. I got you. That sounds awesome. So, Dude, I kind of want to go get that right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I haven't read it yet, uh, but I love Donny Cates probably to a fault, so... That 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 be warned. So some of his stuff is really epic, and some of it just tries to be. But we'll see what happens here. A lot of people have been disappointed with the recent Hulk run. Um, I've enjoyed it. Um, I can see why some people don't. And same thing, people are both love and hate his portrayal of Venom. But what do you think about it? I loved it. Okay, I thought he brought he brought it to another level. He, as far as when Cates does good, what he does well, 
he takes a let's just say <clears throat> normal person presents them with a real challenge not just a physical challenge or a battle something that really challenges their their core being <clears throat> and then they overcome it triumphantly and expand their personality their character or the illusion thereof you know yeah so that that when he does it well that's what he does okay so he's uh, like a hit or miss guy everything's a hit in my opinion but right uh, well i mean there's some sometimes he does it better than others yeah i mean i guess anything's just a matter of opinion though so it doesn't i just like how he writes so he could be tell he could probably be reciting the phone book and i would like it sweet uh, well that's cool uh, well if you like it that's all that and there's and i'm not alone yeah there's a lot of other well i'm gonna check that out at least at the very least check out the first issue and see what the what's up and we've talked about him before with the uh, thor and um david the david blaine um kind of crossover where he david blaine kind of takes over and oh yeah 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 yep um yeah i remember now yes of course and i cannot remember what that is it's like david is blaine isn't that the no. magician david blake that's no. what i was gonna say <laughs> I think that happened last time too. We were talking about this. Yeah, it's, I, I'm pretty good about that. <laughs> so is that everything? I spell something impotent. Is that everything that's coming up? Uh, there's a cool other thing. Uh, that mentioned the Lego. Uh, there's also an I am Groot, a Groot baby Groot dancing baby Groot Lego coming out too. Nice. So Lego? that. Yeah, it's a little sculpture. Oh, you piqued my mother's attention. Yeah. So they're they're released. They were announced on Lego.com. All these kind of cool. And it's one of those 3D sculpture or bigger sculpture type of things, not just a Lego mini. Yeah, I did a Stormtrooper helmet. It was one of the TIE Fighter pilots. Nice. The helmet, that was pretty cool. It was like a build on all sides sculpture. And then I did the BB-8. Which my cat ended up knocking off something and breaking it all the <laughs> shit. And it, my son like kind of put it back together, but we couldn't find all the parts. Yeah, our cat knocked over one of our shelves that took out a whole of the mecha Lego suits of Thor, Spider-Man, the Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Iron Man, all in one big swoop. They all just... So let me ask you this. Would you ever use glue on a set? No. Is that just blasphemous? Yeah, because I like to rebuild it at a certain point in time there are some substances that are just i think more sticky that i might consider that are, i think it's just like a like a sugar kind of paste or whatever it's so it would still come apart later if you just kind of got it wet but i wouldn't use actual super glue one because at a certain point in time you could probably clean and separate them and sell them for a decent price if it if you really broke it down <laughs> literally yeah and figuratively <laughs> all right so the reason we brought you on here father is to tell us and to educate me on all things star trek because okay. we've been pretty going pretty hard on marvel huh i was gonna try yep. and do the theme song but oh we've been going <laughs> I, got, I got lost in music we've been going pretty hard on the mcu stuff Time to change it up a little bit, and I don't know a damn thing, so... They boldly go where no one has gone before. Well, apparently a lot of people have gone, so apparently. 
at this That's point, a right? Big topic. <laughs> Where uh, would you like to begin? I always think one of the best kind of things about Star Trek is kind of the socio issues that they tackled, even just in the background, that no one has ever done before. That was kind of that Gene Roddenberry was groundbreaking in, like having, um, you know, mixed race couples in the background you know, on an alien world or even later on in next generation when they had same sex couples or alien, you know, hmm. he was and he, even in other shows, you know, they, he, they would tackle, you know, especially kind of more in the next generation. So they'd handle that issues. stuff in a way that wasn't like, just like, right. Like cramming it down your throat. Yeah. It was just in, like yeah, in the background in there. It's just like, yeah. like you said, it's just like a part of the normal, scenery of the show so it doesn't it's not like even the prime directive which is to right well yeah that's the whole point of the the show right is there what is the prime directive to it's it's uh, a no-no to interfere with other races and and affect their development yeah don't they do that all the time no. Yeah. So, well, and then Kirk Kirk <laughs> sleeps with every to, alien. Yeah. Occasionally, yeah. Not yeah. Uh, one thing I was going to mention, and especially in light of current events, Nicole, uh, yeah, Nichelle Nichols, who played uh, Lieutenant Avora, was always happy to tell the story of how Martin Luther King had to talk her into not leaving the show because it was important that we represented other races and show that the future has potential to you know for equality and that we can get past the racist bullshit well that's, also that's a good the point very first show to show a interracial kiss interracial kiss yeah between Kirk and Uhura. right yeah and that's that was very important at the time now we see that just as a meme and don't recognize the significance of that it that is yeah right it is yeah, like kind of a joke up. it is kind of messed up that should be really like hailed in history and it is i think that's why it you know star trek lives on in so many ways and, and even the different races are just kind of you know different archetypes for you know different or style flavors of somebody's personality you know like a, a klingon um or vulcan you know someone who's very logical or someone who is always on the the war path right as far as being you know um, and just kind of these variations. There is a spectrum of different, you know, kind of representation of everyone. I kind of said that about the Star Wars universe too. I mean, it's like mixing races that don't don't even exist, and it just like kind of does the same thing. It shows potential for, you know, the future that we can exist amongst each other and other people. In peace, or I mean, somewhat not in Star Wars, obviously, but in Star Trek for the most part, right? Like, so what? It, no, go and ahead. One, well, I wanted to mention one other thing is also it's a future where they don't have money. It's not a capitalistic society. That's everybody true. shares and shares alike. You know, everybody lives for the common good. Well, and they have uh, through their technology, there's abundance enough to do that, though, right? Yeah. So, like, explain, 
the Federation to me? Like, what is... I don't really get... So is that like the the entire planet's, like, group effort? Think of it like the United Nations. It's about... It's similar to the concept of that. It is a gathering of varying races for the common good of the galaxy uh, to oversee and... I don't want. To, I don't want to say rule. Um, to just basically to guide, share, the share like help. You know, it's like a, like I said, the United Nations would be a suitable comparison. So it's the it's the <laughs> ideal government that we all wish we had. Yeah. In some ways, it's not ideal. Some people. Well, nothing's ideal, but it's a lot it's better a utopia, than what we got. You know, and just as any utopia, it, it's. All fiction. So the one thing that I always wondered <laughs> is what what's it like on Earth? Like you don't ever see Earth, or I have never have. There's times when they're there. Um, remember Captain Kirk climbing what appeared to be like Devil's Rock. In, but, uh, but most yeah, people are Star Trek Four. You see it more in the uh, modern, the the newer TV series like Discovery. You'll see Earth a lot more. Or if they time travel, there's lots of times when they time so, travel. Okay, so like oh, the like, voyage home that was a good example. What what was that? The the voyage home, the fourth movie. Uh, they ended up having to go back in time to save the future because uh, this giant alien ship monolith. was coming and it had this call and it was destroying things and they needed to find a way to stop it so they had to go back in the past and it turns out it turned out well the movie ended up being a ecological uh, message because they needed to save the whales save a whale and bring it into the future because apparently an alien race had placed the whale there back in the day and it came back to communicate with it and it was gone so they had to go back in the past, get a whale, and bring it to the future. Whales? Plural. Plural. Can't say plural. <laughs> but yeah. So. So they repurposed a Klingon ship to hold two whales. Oh yeah, right. They, they travel through time. Aquarium. Yeah. What in the fuck, dude? This is like uh, the what are the Klingon <laughs> ships called? Bird of wo- bird of prey. Yep. Is that, yep. What? I just think that's a bad name, a badass name for a ship. That's one thing is like I did have like some of the action figures. I think I had a ship and like I did kind of try to get into the next generation with with mom when she would watch it. And I I didn't ever really get like fully into it, but I did have some of the toys and I did think that that bird of prey ship looked badass. I remember how excited I was when the next generation finally came out to see Star Trek living again as a TV show. When it first it came just, out, you were just like, oh. Have you yes. watched any of the newer ones? That Absolutely. Which, Religiously. Which, <laughs> so which ones? Everything. So to somebody who hasn't watched in a while, what show should they be watching or shows? All of them. They, keep, you know, they come out one after another. I mean, each has a different feel. Like, for instance, the... Strange New Worlds, which is the latest one, has uh, it's gone back to the format that the original series had taken, where they were doing individual stories. Yeah. Um, so that was good in that respect. I haven't seen the second episode yet. They've only had two come out. Picard 
was to me the closest that I have found to what I felt was good about the Next Generation series. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. So you're familiar with that one, Mike? Friends and the Picard. That's where I um, know about it. The I actor on uh, watching. He's, comes back and does it that's again. when professor mm-hmm. x <laughs> yeah professor <laughs> x comes back to i'm aware of it yes okay i started watching that was pretty good i kind of fell yeah. off but the one that i really enjoyed the spinoff was a cartoon uh, the lower decks lower decks was amusing yeah yeah, yeah. Was... i didn't like that one <laughs> of course. mom doesn't and like fun things <laughs> it was it was more of a rick and morty simpsons ish kind of parody um, so yeah. uh, I could see why some people don't like it, but I, I, I like that kind of stuff. What was the show that uh, the guy that made Family Guy? Futurama? Oh, that's, that's not a Star Trek show, but it had a lot of... I you think know what I'm talking about. I think it was a better about. Star Trek show than the Star Trek show. We're talking about the Orville. Orville, yeah. Orville. That, Orville. It's, oh. it's like a, a parody of Star Trek. Yeah, it was supposed to be a comedy, but as the show evolved, it's actually beginning to feel like Star Trek, you know, the that, original Star Trek. That's awesome. And, and I like it a lot because of that. Oh, that's cool. So it's, you've seen it, the whole thing. Oh, huh? yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. We watched that one religiously. Yeah, nice. and the new uh, season comes out June 1st, if I'm not mistaken. I guess I'll have to watch that one. If it's. Oh, yeah. What streaming platform is it on? Uh, Hulu this time. Oh, yep. Okay. Uh, you know what? You know, it's uh, kind of making fun of Star Trek and Trekkies and all that, but Galaxy Quest oh, is yes. probably one of my favorite comedies. The one with the red shirt. That movie is so amazing. Like, I love it. Tell them what acting is. You're a liar. <laughs> yeah. That movie's so funny, dude. And uh, the guy from Harry Potter, he was in it. The guy that... uh. What, Snape, uh, yeah. Alan Rickman. Alan Rick. Yep, he was in it and as the uh, basically Mr. Spock with a big head. Yep. yep. Also the bad guy in Die Hard. Robin yep. Hood. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He's been. Every, he's been. I guess lot. he was a stage actor uh, before, and they had to like show him how to hold a gun because he would hold it all like <laughs> limp wristed and like not cool at all. He'd be like. Oh, course he's no longer with us yeah but like the the my point about the stage actor thing is like it seems like a lot of the really great actors and all the ones we were talking about it before all the really great um guys at the top of the mcu have all been like theater actors well patrick stewart fits into that category perfectly yep 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 and like, yeah, it Sir seems Patrick like Patrick Stewart. It seems like the best actors in the world are all theater actors or stage actors first. And the, I was listening to a podcast with um, the guy that plays Punisher. I gotta get better at remembering names. What's his name? Punisher. The uh, one who plays the Punisher. Yes. It's the uh, new Punisher. Yes. Take a Punisher. Pick a Don't Punisher. Know. Any Punisher. The one. Oh. Uh, what was his name? Damn it! Oh no! No, his name was not Damn it. You know, my phone's connected to the or the call, so I don't want to tinker with my phone and be a dumb guy. Either way, he was on a podcast and talking about 
um, being a young actor and like, like you wouldn't guess that a guy like him would be like a, a theater stage actor, but he is. We're talking about John Bernenthal. Yes. How are you? Yeah. Okay. And he he was saying that um, the best way to like like the best way to get really good at something is practice, right? And the only way to get solid practice weekly is like in a theater where you can sit there and hash out scripts and like just act together on the stage with no audience and practice. So it totally makes sense that those guys are badass <laughs> and like the best actors in the world. Yep. For a long time, yeah, that's why you'd go to New York to make it on Broadway then to make it to... And then so Patrick Stewart was a theater actor then, right? Is that what right. you were saying? And then the guy yeah. that played Magneto too. Yeah, they done a lot of things together uh, ben, yeah. uh, ben kingsley is too i would imagine uh, yeah the mandal the the mandalore the <laughs> manchurian manchurian isn't that what he did you talk about Pedro the mandarin Pistol? no the mandarin oh, no. yeah the manchurian, oh, the manchurian. what the fuck's a manchurian uh, it's 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 the mandalorian <laughs> and the and, a, and an orange together combined <laughs> The Manchurian, dude. You need to make a comic book and call it that. The Manchurian, <laughs> the Manchurian, the Manchurian candidate. So stupid. That's Been done. <laughs> no, the Manchurian candidate. Oh, okay. It's not the Manchurian candidate. Well, what, we're what making is, our own. Now I'm messed up. What's the name of the actual movie? <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask. Don't ask me. I started this. I can't. Oh. I can't fix it now. God, now my brain's gonna break. We can't even finish this podcast. <laughs> All right. So Star Trek. What's the best show? What's your favorite show? Both of you go first. Bill, no pop first. Go. That'd be hard to. I, I'm gonna stay next generation. Really? Because that one's near yeah. and dear to you, and you kind of came up Absolutely. with that one. Yeah. Nostalgia. It's been the one that was around the longest. I think it lasted seven seasons, and it evolved. Uh, the characters evolved. Uh, it was individualized storytelling. I didn't feel the need to tell one story over ten episodes. Uh, it's what it should be. It's what, yeah. That's okay. why I'm enjoying Strange New Worlds. I'm, I've got a lot of hope for Strange New Worlds because it's going back to that format. It was still a western. So it feels in space. Well, yeah, wagon train in space is one thing that Gene Robinberry used to describe it. Yeah. Oh, wagon train—that's a good. Mm-hmm. That and Firefly really kind of stole that and really ran with it too. Firefly was amazing, and they fucked up getting rid of that. Show. And that's one I missed somehow. It's worth it. I, well, you, you can, you can go stream, back and watch. You could go and binge you. binge the whole thing, and uh, the movie afterwards too. If, the uh, movie's so good. It wraps yeah. it up better. Have you seen the movie, Pop? Yeah, we saw the movie. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, oh. he's actually seen the movie, but I never saw the, the series. The chick in that movie is so hot. <laughs> you know the one that doesn't talk or whatever? Or, Wasn't she, she, she in talk? the Terminator show? Yeah, she yeah, was yeah, in yeah. one of the later... Ter- and, right. And the Big Bang Theory cameo, too. She was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was smoking. You can't not talk about Star Trek and then leave out not the Big Bang. Not talk about Big Bang. 
least yeah. a certain point. Chelsea in time. would be disappointed if we didn't. Yeah. She's a massive, massive <laughs> Big Bang Theory fan. And I, I like it too. On a kit, like I don't go hard like she does and watch it every day and drive Vince insane. Hey. <laughs> Her husband. Mm-hmm. But uh, I enjoy it. Like, uh, like I fall in and out of it though. Like I'll watch it for a month, just like as I'm going to bed, and like gets episodes in every night. It's but, one of those things that if you can't think of anything to find, you can generally find it on somewhere. It's yeah. <laughs> playing somewhere at some time at all times during the day. And it's a fun so it's show, so it's not hard to watch either. Yeah. Exactly. It, it makes me laugh. I'd rather watch laugh. that than Friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I'm like, my wife. My yeah, wife is obsessed with Friends. Fan of that. She'll I'm laugh sorry. at the joke when the scene starts. <laughs> she knows what the punchline <laughs> is when the scene starts. It's <laughs> kind of ridiculous. It's kind of. I was talking <laughs> about, but that. it's happy wife, happy life. So oh, maybe, there you go. Yeah. You know, I've I've learned to to appreciate it. <laughs> I was talking about that uh, with a buddy, like how Beth can, uh, not about her, but I was saying that when Sin City came out, I in my old apartment back in the day, I lived on like the worst fucking street possible. Like it was, it looked like they dropped the building in from Compton from like a couple helicopters <laughs> and just like left it there. Like it was a really shitty place but we used to build a fucking potato gun and shoot it at the wall because it was like a a fucking cinder block wall like the exterior walls of the building in my apartment like inside we'd be shooting this potato gun off but anyway (laughs) nice i used to have two tvs set up in that apartment like tube tvs this is before we had our fancy flat screens children (laughs) And I had two giant TVs set up, and one I would be playing Xbox on, and the other one had a DVD player with Sin City running on repeat for like a year. (laughs) Like I, like I knew that I probably could have acted it out, like the whole thing, everybody's parts. Like I, that if you if I've seen any movie more than any other, it's that one. Like it hundreds of times. I was a huge fan of that because that was even before Iron Man and shit, right? What did you think of the sequel? I loved it. Well, I loved 300 and I loved the second 300 too. I loved all those. I know like the sequels of those movies didn't get like much love, but I loved them because I was a huge (laughs) fan of that aesthetic and how they made it look like the comics yeah and like i just that attention to detail and that kind of love i can't help but like respect the fuck out of that and love it just like uh the watchman that movie was really a fucking home run like big time yeah you and i will agree on that even though a lot of people won't say that I thought it was true to the original, even though they didn't have an octopus and whatever. I agree with you. No. Well, I mean, I think the octopus might have been a little ridiculous, but still, I mean, they could have went with it and I would have been fine with that too. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? With a giant starfish and Suicide Squad. Yeah, and that was amazing. I love that movie. Or whatever that was in Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just a (laughs) dimensional being, right? Or whatever. Creature. Yeah. Uh, That was a... That was strange, for damn sure. Strange movie. (laughs) Anyway, Star Trek. And so, Bill, you didn't say your favorite show. Yeah, probably Next Generation, just because it did. You grew up with it. It grew up with it, and it had the whole spectrum. It did seem like a really long-running. Like, how many episodes are in a season, first of all? In those days, about 22, I think, right offhand. So, hundreds of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. A few hundred episodes. If I was going movie, I'd probably have to go Wrath of Khan. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about um, movie. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I I almost like some of the newer ones, too. Um, And I wasn't convinced when the J.J. Abrams produced or directed them. The first one, uh, it pitted uh, Spock against Kirk, and I. And it was supposed to be like you know like a new reality, or whatever. But I had a hard time getting behind that. Yeah, it wasn't the until this universe, and the, yeah, and then the second one, I think, kind of fixed it, and I was in it, and I enjoyed that more. And I can't even remember what was in it, but was there three? That was of the those? one where they uh, redid Wrath of Khan, basically. Yeah. Did they do three of those? Of and then had uh, yeah. Doctor Strange actor, but uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumbersnatch, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Chelsea <laughs> says, <laughs> Cumbersnatch, Cumbersnatch. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to try it again. Anyway, <laughs> so the last one I saw of those was the guy that had like the red stuff that could collapse a planet or whatever. You remember that? Uh, Maybe it was nope. the first one. <laughs> yes, the guy had... No, he could travel through time, right? The guy was traveling through time. And he, and he had that the... stuff that he could drop into the core of a planet. It was like a drop of it would destroy the planet. This is Star Trek, This is right? a movie. Yes, the new movies. Like the newest ones. New. Uh, Star Trek Beyond? <sighs> I don't know. It's been so while. It's been a while Maybe since I've seen that one. I don't even the remember. The first one of the newest ones. Yeah. Nobody knows what Star I'm Trek. talking about. Maybe I made this up in my head. But I don't. It's, it's no, been, it's just been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. That's that's the only one I saw. I did see uh the previews for the that one and it had the chick with like the double bladed staff thingy and i thought they were ripping off star wars and i was like that's all right I guys that's star me. trek beyond that yeah yeah the which is kind of forgettable the, the chick with the white hit face well yeah. that's all i remember it doesn't look star trek beyond Darth, to me Darth felt Mark like a Maul. tv episode i'm sorry <laughs> no you're good you go ahead yeah star trek beyond just felt like a tv episode to me it didn't really have anything outstanding to justify it as a movie as far as i was concerned huh it was into darkness maybe that was the one that i saw that was 2000 into darkness is the one where they read okay i saw that one too then Mm -hmm. 
uh, original motion picture was 1979. Okay, so like let's talk about 82. Let's talk about the original series. Because from what I understand, TV or movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like the original series. The how long did that go before it got canceled? Three seasons, and then they continued it with the movies, right? Right. So, was the show better or were the movies better? It depends. Uh, the first movie to me kind of stunk. Uh, it was just look at our special effects, and and they had these long, drawn out shots yeah, of the it ship was and the alien, and it just sort <laughs> like of put eager. me to sleep. It was the uh, satellite Voyager, but all the letters yeah. fell off. It's almost like Crackle in the Lego movie. Oh, no. Because <laughs> that's the crazy glue. Yeah. All right, all right. So it was painfully slow. It would just like. Yeah. Right. It was bad. And then I told you all you need to Khan. know. Yeah. When so, they made the Wrath of Khan, they figured out what they did wrong and actually made a good adventure. And made a big bad guy like he's the big bad guy though right for that series for that show like he's the, that, that movie was he no well i mean just in general was he the, their biggest probably uh, one of the most adversary? memorable in the original uh, movie it was more like the klingons were the big bads it's more like the races yeah. the, the the romulans and the Klingons. the board they were your big bads okay so you didn't have singular bad guys that were not really no yeah because then you know then even if you defeated or they ran away, or whatever. You always had that conflict, right? They will be back. back. <laughs> you know, uh, the Borg. I we always thought is one of the Mutt best was a conflicts. Villain. Do what? <laughs> Harry Mud could be uh, considered a re- reoccurring villain. Harry Mud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Q? He's not a villain though. Well, right? Q is in is the he? latest. Yeah, that's Next Generation. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Was he? Was he yeah. was in the Picard show though, yeah. right? He was. Q, yes. So what happened yes, there? They tied up his story. Well, Q was always Picard's arch nemesis, and he had been in several episodes of the Next Generation series, and they used the Picard series to sort of tie up that storyline and and let them make peace with each other, and end that. Why did on, they have a, on a high note? Why did they have beef in the first note. place? Why mm-hmm. why were they fighting in the first place? Um, Picard, I mean, I'm sorry, Q was a member of uh, a super race of almost godlike beings. And what he was doing was trying to test the human race to see if they were worthy. And so he was always constantly testing Picard because Picard to him represented probably the best of humanity. And so that's why they were always, He's always had loggerheads. Ma- manipulator. And you know, it was like you were then you were then playing a chess game, and you were one of the players and didn't know it until you just turned around. So, like in Superman, and uh, what was that guy's name? You got to say his name. Uh, The extra dimensional guy that you know would fuck Mr. McPigleks. Yes, and you would have to say his name. Now, we're make, talking about the Mr. Pickelicks. Get him to say his name or something. Right, and then he would disappear for 10 years or whatever Okay, so what... Okay. 
like in reality then so if they were q was never really trying to fuck with picard like in a serious oh, yeah. way because i mean because if if they were really fighting picard earned his respect at the beginning though he just felt humans were inferior the first next generation episode introduced the character of q he was their first villain their first storyline i mean he was there from the beginning and then he was there at the end at the last episode and then they brought him back for picard so so my question was as far as q goes um yes. like if he really wanted to like just destroy picard he could easily do that right he's like absolutely he can manipulate reality the whole right. the whole nine yeah so that were they really arch nemesis or was he just was... like poking at him he was poking at him because for you to be nemesis you have to be equals right they're not equals well, no, by any yeah, means yes like i said originally he was high and mighty and he was testing us and he basically had the the attitude okay i'm going to test you if you fail i'm going to destroy you and if you surprise me then we'll let you live and he kept basically going back to that same concept okay but there and, was like a little admiration from him too. It was kind of weird. Right. Over the course of time, yeah. yeah, it took him a while to get to So that. he slowly started to respect Picard and then Absolutely. But he still he, would screw did he with keep, So you're saying he kept uh surprising him then. Right. Yeah. Like he would be like, "Oh, you're going to fuck this up and then they'd figure out a way and in, in a in a a peaceful way." Yeah. And he'd be like, "Oh, what what did what did he expect from humanity? You got to get that pooch to under control. Get to their basis, basic greedy, um, selfish, self-centered motivations. But in the end, they weren't warlike. They weren't evil, and that would surprise him. He expected the worst out of humanity. Okay, and. Um... So then why not test somebody who's a little less worthy? I mean, not everybody's a Picard, right? If he's testing humanity, why not test all of humanity? Because he, well, he actually popped up in pretty much every Star Trek show they made. Uh, oh, okay. So he tested he felt, many people then. Yeah, but he felt Picard was probably maybe the best example of humanity and that's why he singled out picard he saw a nobility in him i think and we would constantly test it because he thought he would fail that he would oh he would try to break him his ideals yeah i gotcha so it, it's like um it's like he almost wanted them to lose and wanted them to win at the same time right that's a good description and yeah. there's like this duality of that same character i think that's what's so intriguing is you never know what she got. It was a Loki, very much a Loki kind of character. I got okay. you. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I was the thinking... The trickster. Um, I was kind of thinking like a... Uh, uh, what was it? Um, I lost it. Go ahead. Kang. Well, not a not Kang, a but like a... But he was more of a conqueror than... Yeah. This guy, he was more about, you know, the guy that... Uh, Likes everybody and puts him up in, into a Clash of Champions guy. Right. So, like you were saying, they had the kind of 
episode by episode format? When did they start getting into the conical storytelling? I think when they did the Star Trek Discovery show is when we started doing the one long tale. Okay, and that That's one 20, is 2017. That ne- one was yeah. yeah. Next generation was 87 to 94. Wow. And then Deep Space Nine actually started a little bit before that in 93 to 99. Jeez, that one went for a while. Mm-hmm. And there's Voyager, Enterprise. Enterprise was the uh, guy from Quantum Leap, Scott something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scott Bakula. Back- so even that one was kind of episode to episode. Yep. Yeah. Or, or, or you mean... that took? Go ahead. Enterprise took place before the original series. It was meant to show how mankind started to explore space and and the first Enterprise and how we began going out there on our five-year missions. I got you. It's like the, so pre, the it, prequel of... of mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you were going to watch this all in chronological order, you would start with uh, Enterprise. Probably. I suppose so. I was thinking one star. There are no strange new worlds first, right? No, no. Enterprises before strange new worlds. Okay. And then I suppose strange new worlds, then the original series, and then Enterprise, and et cetera, et cetera. I was thinking of first movie, first contact. That could almost be considered a good place to start because that was when mankind first developed warp drive and and met alien races in this case the Fel- the vulcans <laughs> not the falcons the vulcans so we weren't given this technology by some other race we discovered it on no. our own and then went out and just like slowly started to run into like so i was going to ask this like and that kind of kind of be an extension of this but like so are there other races of people living on earth then other like alien species i'm yeah, probably so. by now yeah or i mean by the time the shows came about because they've kind of built like a galactic uh civilization right or no or the like other civilizations not like joining the federation yeah there's other planets that didn't join the federation but some planets do so, like, and in, our five-year mission is to explore new worlds and send them an invite. Okay, okay, so that's what it is. Is they're like trying to collect people to join their giant civilization of peace and no, that's harmony. Not their goal, their goal is to explore. You know, they're just explorers. I got you. They're not recruiters. They're explorers. <laughs> Cowboy with a stagecoach. <laughs> And they have to be at a certain level of development before they would even be considered to be part of the Federation. Did they need war drive? I don't remember that, but they had to be to a certain point in their evolution cycle before they they were even allowed to have first contact. I thought they had to at least be uh, capable of space travel. Yeah. Or something. So we we would be not on the list? Like we would not be eligible not right now. They know. Yeah. But as we get further and farther out into space, yeah, eventually we would we would qualify. Okay, so it's like a certain point, like once you get far enough away from your planet. Right. You gotta and visit some other planets. 
yeah once you kind of you know kind of jump the, jump around your solar system <laughs> yeah something like that and they're like all right Basically, they're ready you've got to yeah. be at a certain point in your evolutionary cycle okay so uh, th- just to think about that when you say first contact that makes me think about like if a you know a ship did show up here tomorrow mm-hmm. and it's like that's what it would be right I mean, yeah. for these civilizations, they they would never have seen another species or alien Correct. species, and we would be the aliens. Correct. That's crazy. I kind of dig that, like, uh, thinking about <laughs> it that way. Like but you're the alien? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. If we showed up somewhere mm-hmm. and, like, some aliens were fucking bebopping around and having a picnic or whatever aliens do. And we showed up in our super dope Enterprise ship, or no, we'd teleport in, or whatever. What do they do? Beam. Transport. Yep. We would transport. And and they'd be like, holy shit, these guys are incredible. And we'd be like, yes, yes, we are. Now you should join us. It wouldn't be like the humans that want to blow them out the planet. (laughs) You want to, what? They wouldn't be like humans who would like just want to blow them off the planet. Either that, uh, or dissect them. Mine there. That's man, what I was gonna say. Like, resources. join us or die. <laughs> That's assimilate. That's the Borg. Oh, another great the Borg. Villain. And they're like a a hive species or something, right? Technology, right? Yep. They all a hive mind, one single mind shared amongst all the various. The Borg, yeah. And they're just like reanimated corpses, like cyborg corpses. No, they're, it's like the are, Matrix almost all kind of wired together. People that have yeah, been that's modified. Yeah. Picard was a Borg assimilated to the Borg yeah. at one point in time. They've yeah, had some characters it. that were part of the Borg then or not. Seven of nine. Yeah, that was that was that Enterprise. No, which one was that? I forget. Um, that would be Voyager. Voyager. Is, is that the chick with the giant boobies? <laughs> Mind to be a little more specific than that. The blonde chick. Yeah, and yeah the later the blonde chick. Yeah. She was hot. Who is in Picard now, as a matter of fact? Jerry Ryan. Yeah. I remember her. <laughs> Gives you a reason to watch the TV show. I, I remember her. I thinking of the... And start a next generation uh, girl, uh, the psychology officer. Can't remember her name. In what? Next generation. She always oh, had, yeah, she yeah, always yeah, had yeah. low cut boob shirts. Who's that mom? What was um, it? Will Wheaton's mom's character. Oh, uh, Crusher? Crusher? Yeah. No. I think Deanna uh, Troy had Deanna Troy. Yeah. Troy yeah. yeah. oh, was awesome. <laughs> that's who I'm, yeah. Yeah, that's who I was thinking well, of. Wasn't Troy. she psychic uh, or not, something? Yeah. She was Maybe I do remember her a lot more than I thought. Yeah, empath. I guess I do remember a lot more than I thought. But like, yeah, it's like little random it. shit. <laughs> If you wanted to watch TV, you had to watch it, so... Yeah, this is before I had a TV in my bedroom. I thought I was the shit. I had rabbit ears on a TV, and I could... (laughs) You know what I mean? I could watch, like, three channels, and I thought it was amazing. And then I had my Sega in there. 
in a VCR. Yeah, that was the whole point. Was, my kids don't even know. You know? They just got, remember, they got TVs all over the place and yeah, they just think yeah. that's how shit is. I remember when I first started airbrushing in the mall and I wanted some TV to bring with me to the mall and they really didn't have much at that time. And I had this <laughs> handheld color TV that was just <laughs> yeah, one of the first generation things. And of course we had no internet. So you had to rely on whatever you could pick up and being in a giant building made reception kind of crappy, but I was just so happy to have something to entertain me that I didn't care <laughs> back in the day. That's funny. Or this internet thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is weird because we're like on the, well, I'm kind of, I guess Bill's close to 60 now. His birthday's coming up. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not even 50. Uh, <laughs> no, not, not even 45. With friends like that, huh, Bill? <laughs> uh, I forgot where well, I was going with that now because I was talking shit. Cool shit. What? Oh, yeah. I was part of the generation. generation I grew up, you know, the beginning of my life and there was no internet. And then I, like, came... We, like, came in when I was, like, a teenager, 10 or 11 years old, right? So, I have, I grew up in, yeah, I grew up in both worlds, for sure. Your, your generation is the last generation that doesn't know what the internet is. <laughs> yep. Or, like, know what it's like what to not have like a cell phone. Not, yeah. Yeah, you didn't have cell phones, you didn't have internet, no. Nope. And that's such a huge thing, though. It really is, as far as, like, the difference in a generation. Being able to access just about everything just by the touch of your fingers versus having to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is great. Which I is mean, great. we're all guilty of it. You can't. I think... It's not fair to blame a generation for that because no, we do it. I don't think it's a necessarily a, all the way a bad thing, but I do think people do be on their phones a lot. You know what I mean? It's not good. Anything in excess is not great. So I know I was searching for like Star Trek sounds there to hopefully to play something through it. And I couldn't. Well, I mean, that's different. We're and a Boswellian whistle. But it's like when you spend all your time on Facebook and or social media in general and talking to people through text and being shitty to each other because there's no consequences. It's not a healthy way to communicate at all. That's why I like doing podcasts because people have to sit and talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like talking to people. I like calling. That's It probably drives my mom and pop here nuts because I call them like weekly, you know, and then no, want to talk for two hours. Actually. Then I want to jabber for two hours, and they're like, okay, well, we talked two days ago. We don't have that much to say. <laughs> but it's still nice a, that you call. I'm a talker. So that's what it is. <laughs> that's what I do. And so yeah. that's why I do this. It's a good fit. Appreciate it. So. 
Uh, I, unless you, do you guys got what final thoughts if you were trying to sell me? So what Star Trek race or character do you most relate to personally? Hmm. Hmm. Mine was Spock. Your mom goes with Spock. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know if I'd go with Scotty or Doctor mm-hmm. McCoy. <laughs> See, I feel like uh, as a as as a Gemini dual personality, I go Volk. Uh, uh, yeah, Spock and uh, McCoy, both back and forth. Who's McCoy? The the uh, doctor. That I'm dry a... sense of humor. I think that. Oh, I'm a doctor, not a pool man. Because right. <laughs> I get angry at shit and yell at it when I'm okay, and you know I'm most likely. Yeah, I saw you almost have a meltdown at the Doctor Strange. Oh, he was getting like I've never oh. seen Bill like even like get like mildly upset. <clears throat> yeah, mildly upset, and like when the live stream live stream wasn't working, like I didn't even want to talk to him because I didn't want him to like slap me or something. He looked very he looked very angry. He was getting red in the face. I had spent so much time getting everything ready and then it just didn't work. Yeah, he was getting And then once I figured uh, out what it was, I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> well, now you've worked the bugs out, it'll be so much easier. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys doing this. Uh with mom, thanks for being on too impromptu. Yeah, I just sort of happened to be here. <laughs> Special guest star. Yeah, that's cool. But something about star trek cameo hell yeah appreciate you guys doing this i love you guys um and we will talk to you guys later this has been the comic zone check out our website thecomiczone.com and follow us on facebook i think they're taking uh podcasts off which i was gonna tell you um and then they're no good for us anyway. also spotify spotify or wherever you get your podcasts we are out peace nerds